Fighting Through Episode 31, Child of War, Volker Verum. More great unpublished history. He was there and the uh, Soviet troops uh, made a circle around so nobody could come out. Yes. I had a teacher and uh, one time we had sports and saw every part of his body bounded. Right. And he was in Stalingrad. Yes. And you know that's uh, only a few Germans survived. Yes, so yes. Monte Cassino. Oh yes, in, that's in a Italy. famous battle. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, only 300 Germans survived. Right. And he was one of these 300. The house of my grandmother, where, where we lived, there. Um, the neighbors. Uh, was a, a, a Jewish couple. Right. And one day, a car came, and, and my grandmother and uh, uh, have been friends. And they must come out of the house to the car. Yes. And my grandma looked what's there, stood at the door. Hello again, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm Paul Cheel, son of Bill Cheel, whose World War II memoirs have been published by Pen and Sword in Fighting Through from Dunkirk to Hamburg. The aim of these podcasts is to give you the stories behind the story. You'll hear memoirs and memories of veterans connected to Dad's War in some way, and much more. This episode was meant to be about women at war, and I'm still working on that subject, but I wanted to slip this one in as an impromptu extra. It's the story of Volker Verum from Germany. I met Volker by chance on holiday recently, meeting him around the hotel bar one evening, and I was so struck by some of his stories of World War II that I asked him if he'd mind spending some time with me the next day. So, no extra chat or feedback this episode, I'm going straight into the interview. Occasionally, I overlay comments on parts of the recording, as it's not always clear what Volker has said, but I'm sure his English is a heck of a lot better than my German, and he wasn't exactly helped by the background noise, as I had to use my phone for the recording, but I hope it just about passes muster. Volker is 74 years of age and was born in 1944, a critical time of the war, as you'll find out. His father was an engineer in the German army in Poland when the war was coming to an end, and Volker has some fascinating tales to tell us about the dangers his dad faced in returning to his home country in the face of the advancing Russians, and how he rather craftily survived a British POW camp in Germany, when he did get back. The words escape from Stalingrad, escape from a train bound for Siberia, all these words figure in this interview and more. Enjoy. It's Volker, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Volker. Volker. Yeah. What, what's your surname, Volker? Verum. W-E-H-R-U-M. Okay. And where did you come from? From Germany. Yeah. Uh, 
nearly 200 kilometer west of Frankfurt. And you were born, was it, what year were you born in? Or was it 19, was it 1944? 1944. 1944. What month? January. January. Yes. So that was like six months before D-Day. Yeah. All right. What, last night you were talking yeah. to us about what your father was doing when... Yes, uh, uh, my father was in northern Finland, yeah. Sweden, and uh, uh, th- through three or two days, two or three days uh, later, he heard that he has his, had a son. He had a son. But my mother didn't know where, where he, he was. was. Yeah. And at the end of the war, the German troops came back to Germany, but uh, at this time Danzig was uh, a, a, a town, a German town, now in Poland. Yeah. And uh, uh, he, he was there, and the uh, Soviet troops uh, made a circle around, so nobody could come out. Yes. And uh, my can, can I just ask what? What did your father do in the war? Um, he was responsible for cars and uh, and trucks and so on. Ah, okay, yes. right. So, like a, a mechanical division. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he and seven other soldiers from this uh, uh, knowledges uh, uh, saw when 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 Soviet troops came in the town. Uh, they uh, saw a sunken ship and rescue sh- uh, ships lifeboats and they took one of the rescue ships and the, the gas they had put it in and uh, drove out in the eastern sea so we, it's a no compass when you say rescue ship you mean lifeboats uh, 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 yes yes yeah, yes yes, yeah. yes. Okay. And uh, she went out to see. They no, had no, no compass. compass right. Yes. And uh, one day later, next day, uh, a Swedish ship came, and they gave them uh, a map and a compass, and said, "That's the direction you have to drive." That was good. Uh, Which? What's the name of the sea? East. The, 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 the sea. The Baltic. The Baltic. Okay. So it's like halfway over the Baltic and a Swedish ship. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, one time they were followed by a Soviet uh, warship, but the the waves are very high and the small boat could uh, have an escape. Gosh. And uh, then they met a German warship and they uh, pulled them for, they said, it's dangerous because of uh, water. Um, don't know the, the English word. Uh, dangerous waters. Uh, what is it? Explode. Uh, oh, mines. Mines, mines, mines. Yes. Yeah. mines. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but uh, this ship was too fast, and they had to uh, bring the water out of the boat, and they cut the line, and then uh, they uh, drove, and they drove with their boat to. Um, northern part of Germany right Kiel yeah that's the city and Kiel Labö that's in north uh, a, a, a little village and there they came to the cave okay. 
they came to the quay or port. And uh, there have been English soldiers. Right. They said, no, you must stay in your boat, you can't come out. They wouldn't let them leave the boat. Yeah. But uh, they, the soldiers changed, changed, and they paddled with a hand. And the third soldier who uh, was there, they uh, have been at the quay. And so, uh, what's the key? The key, the, the wall. The, uh, oh, where, the, where you the, can oh, get the out. Key, the key. The key. The port. Yes, uh, yes. yes, I understand. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the first, the English soldiers, you have weapons. What do we want? We will pay. And they said, give it. The, the English soldiers. The English want, would, want to buy, would, would uh, want to buy, buy, want to buy the, the, the weapons. weapons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they said, take it. We don't need this. Take him, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but then he came uh, to an English um, camp uh, uh, where, where, where soldiers are cap- captors. captives. Yeah. And because uh, they had uh, special knowledges in, uh, in uh, cars and, and uh, trucks and so on, uh, the uh, boss of this... Uh, the commandant. Uh, commandant, yes. Yeah. Uh, said, uh, you, you have to search German military trucks and so on and bring it. And so they found a very special car of the German government, a Horsch. Listener, that's uh, a Horsch, a bit like Porsche, but Horsch. The turbo uh, converted. Right. And they took a part out. Listener, I remember from a previous conversation with Volker that uh, they actually sabotaged this vehicle when they found it. They took a part out, as he says, uh, with the view that to repair it, <laughs> they'd put the part back in. So we'll find out what happens. When you say a horse... Horse, uh, that's a, uh, like Rolls Royce. It's, Roll, it's oh, a so very, very... Okay. Yes, an, so an, an English... Equivalent. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. He saw us and, and he said, if you bring this uh, in function, you'll get your papers to come out. <laughs> and they and built... Yeah. yeah, okay, sorry, yes. go on. It was in Germany. Yeah. And so they get, uh, uh, got their papers and could uh, leave uh, this... Uh, this uh, uh, was no prison. It wasn't really a prison. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they took uh, the train and... Uh, at this time, German was uh, uh, parted in in, uh, in in east and west. In, 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 no, 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 oh, no, no, no. In in uh, British, French, American, Russian race. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. And they, when they came to the American, uh, they said everybody has to get out of the train, and uh, the others get out uh, left, and my father get out right. Yeah, and right, right. And waited the other side of the train. At the other side, yeah. and he waited until he heard some comes in again. So he went in this train, and uh, he heard when we are in Frankfurt, uh, 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 we we have to stay as American prisoners one month. Right. So, and when the uh, train. <laughs> Uh, near comes near to Frankfurt. There's a little town, Friedberg, where my father was born, and uh, this uh, station was bombed 
and the, the train had to pass very slowly. Yes. And my father jumped out jumped of the train. Yeah. And uh, got out of the uh, station, and there comes a little truck, stopped. A man came out and said, God, that's the name of my father. Yeah. He knew him. Yeah. And uh, he brought him home to Frankfurt with his son. Gosh, wow. Yes. And they, there he stood, ring at the house, yeah. um, at, at, 10, at 10 o'clock in the in p.m. And my mother and uh, her, uh, his mother uh, have, uh, have been at bed. And she, they looked outside and cried, oh. Wow. Yes. At this time, I was uh, one and a half year old. So there was your mom, your yes. mother, and you. Yeah. And was there anybody else in the house, did you say? Uh, the, the mother of, uh, of my, my, my father. Your father, grandmother, yeah, okay. oh, yeah, grandmother. your grandmother, your father, and your father's yes. side. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Can I just stop you for a minute? But just going back to when your father jumped off the train yes. on the opposite side to the other people, what did they do on the other side? What, why did uh, they stop them? They have to stay for one month. But, but when they got off the train, what yes. did they, were they taking In America, their, as American prisoners? Were they inspecting their papers or...? He, he doesn't know what... what he, but because he was on the other side of the yes, train, yes. so he... Yeah. But a soldier, an American soldier came. Yeah. G.I. While, while he's standing at, at the there. the side where he was sitting alone. Right. And he thought, oh, what will happen? Yeah. And what did this soldier came? Have you got You want to have a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> and they talked a little bit. Yeah. And then yeah. he, he is got, had gone away. I, I think there's an element of everybody so happy that the war is finished that yeah. they yeah. want to be doubly sure that yeah. Yeah. they're kind to each other, don't they? Um, the last thing they want is to fight again. Uh, it's uh, the German population. Uh, they, they, uh, most, all, most of them uh, didn't stand behind this no. nationalists. No. So, my uh, the house of my grandmother, where where we lived there, um, the neighbors uh, was a, a, a Jewish couple. Right. And one day, a car came, and, and my grandmother and uh, uh, they have been friends. And they must come out the, of the house to the car. Yes. And my grandma looked what's there, stood at the door. And a man came from the car and said to her, if you say a, a single word of what you see, we'll take you too. Oh, wow. Yes. And you, you, you may imagine how fear they had. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Um, one of my dad's episodes during the war, uh, he, I think I told you yesterday that he, yes. helped, he helped some German prisoners of yes, war in yes, Egypt yes. To, to write home. And uh, when the mother wrote back, uh, she sent her only photograph of her son to my father because her son wanted my father to have oh, yes, a photograph because yes. yeah. he was so, yes. so grateful. And I've still got the photograph uh, and I know the guy's name and I, I found out that he died in, I think he, he died in his 80s oh, yes. a few years ago. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, he, he obviously survived the war and had a decent yeah. life. And uh, but the strange thing was, he was called Alfred Decker 
but the family name was Bozinski. And when I first started to track him down, I found an, a website on the on the internet yes. with a it was a cemetery or a record, cemetery records website. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I found the Bozinski name and found Alfred Decker under it, and yeah. the the dates and everything. It was clearly him, and his mother was some uh, Fraulein Bozinski. Yeah. And uh, I looked at this, and there was a photograph of his grave on the website, yes. and it was quite jaw dropping yeah. to, to to see it. But um, I looked at it several times. And I posted one or two questions in, in war forums about it. Yeah. And then within 10 days, somebody had taken the photograph down. They'd removed the photograph from the internet. Yeah. And I, I never quite understood why it had happened, but it was almost as if somebody found out that some, I was researching the name yeah. and somebody didn't want to be uh -huh. researched. Uh -huh. But I mean, is is Bosinski a, a Jewish name or no, 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 no? Not it's particularly. A, it's a, a Poland or a, okay. Yes, I think Poland. But I, that's one yeah. of the puzzles I'd love to solve one day. Track yes. the family down. You're listening to the Fighting Through podcast, episode thirty-one: Child at War. But that's one of the puzzles I'd love to solve one right. day, track right. the family down. But uh, of uh, our family, I have another uh, interesting story. My uncle is living in Oceanside, California, right. Right. at this moment. Now, He's today. He's 96 yeah. years old. Now. Right. And he was born in Sochi, Russia. Soviet Russia. So, uh, yes. So yeah. for, uh, you know, they left Germany. Yeah. When German troops came, he uh, uh, went with the German troops. Yeah. In the age of 17. And uh, the, the German families uh, must go to Siberia. And his, her, his, his cousin, she, was elder, and uh, she and uh, his aunt uh, have been in the train. But the, the cousin, she had studied medicine, she was a doctor, right. and when the train stopped to, in direction to Siberia, another train stopped with wives, with Russian wives, and she get out and said, I'm the doctor to, uh, to be with this wives yes. to, to their uh, direction. And so they have with her mother and she said to the mother, don't speak any word for uh, She uh, uh, had studied at a Russian university yes. and spoke uh, exactly. And mother had a German slang. Right. And so they came to Moscow. Listen to what's being said here is that uh, German families were on a train being sent to Siberia. And uh, Volker's older cousin was on the train and she was a doctor and uh, she stopped, or the train stopped at a station alongside another train, uh, which had Russian women going to Moscow. And uh, she said in Russian that she was the doctor of these women, and uh, they allowed her to transfer trains. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. 
Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. And so they came to Moscow, took a ticket to Prague, Czechoslovakia, yeah. and then a ticket to Frankfurt. Right. And uh, uh, at the end of the war, yeah, every day at the uh, uh, broadcast, names are listed. Yeah? Who knows this person, this person, this person. Oh, yes, yes. And suddenly there was the name of my uncle. Oh, wow. And in Frankfurt, another aunt of me heard it, wrote, I know he is now living in LA, California. Oh, gosh. And yeah. this cousin had asked whether a person knows something about him. Yes, yes. And she lived also seven miles from him in LA. Wow. And, and he had Gosh. her address, yeah. uh, got in the, uh, his car, yeah. drove to this. Yes. Uh, his aunt opened the door yeah. and cried <laughs> the name of his father. Yes. Oh, she thought it was his father. For so yeah. many years. Yes. Yes. And he looked at this time like the father. Like yes. the father, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. What was, how come they were living in America? Um, well, at the end of the war, Uh, my uh, his wife uh, had a son, right? And uh, well, they, they married in, in, in a time when when they didn't know which person it is. Yeah, they married to be married in uh, in this war in these times. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they had a son, and after were doesn't function. Yes, and. Uh, Uh, she went uh, back to her parents. Oh, that the marriage didn't function. My, my, my aunt, yes. Right, yeah. My aunt. And uh, uh, the, the, the judges said, you lived, uh, and so the son is, uh, to, he comes to his father. Ah, okay, yes. And uh, she married my, my uncle living now in California, and uh, they decided... To, uh, they asked uh, um, for immigration in Canada. And when he, they, she had the son... A visa. Yeah, they drove to Italy, took the ship. Took a ship. And had been away. Wow. Yes. That's, it was, and then he, he worked in Canada, you know, came to Cleveland, uh, Ohio... Uh, to, 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 to the states there yeah. uh, he was a fine mechanic to make special things of steel and then he went to California right. and there 1970 we visited this family yeah. okay. so yeah. going back to end of the war your father's just Knocked on the door of your house, yes, and your mother beckons him in. Yeah, well, lucky. Arms. Yeah, she didn't know whether he is alive. Gosh. And next morning I came, sat him, 
and said, Daddy, uh, Papa. Huh? Yeah, yeah. For Mother had told me every day the picture of him. Ah, oh, so, yeah, so you so, knew him, yeah. even though you yeah. you didn't know him. Yeah. You knew who yeah. he was, and etc. And yeah. uh, the first years after the war, uh, they have been black market. Yeah. And uh, a friend of my father was a jeweler. Oh, what's right? Jeweler. Uh, rings oh, jewel, and jeweler. Uh, jeweler. Yeah. Jeweler. yeah. And um, they sold to American people and paid. Uh, this was payment in cigarettes. Right. But for this, so many cigarettes, uh, it wasn't allowed on black market. Uh, so, how to change this? And the uh, uh, military, American military parties brought them to the point to change. The American military police brought them to the checkpoint to change the goods. For the German police had no right to... <laughs> to oh, yes. Yeah, so they were technically on American territory. Yeah, yes. and, oh, <laughs> At this time, it was a... Just going back to what you were saying about the, the British wanting to buy the German weaponry. Yeah. The reason is it was it was highly prized. If I know I've heard one or two stories that if yeah. if a, a British soldier found a Luger, yeah, uh, then you know that, yeah. that was yeah. one yeah. of the sought yeah. after yeah. weapons. Yeah. So if you had Luger, if your father had Lugers to sell, would they would they had uh, such things in the boat, but uh, they said we will pay in German money, but they had a, a war cast, right? Uh, with thousands of <laughs> they said we, we don't need money right. <laughs> we have enough the money one, yes yeah. <laughs> keep it yeah. gosh yeah. I've probably all forged <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah it is what it have been yes uh, one uncle of me uh, was the uh, end of the war in the Normandy and came uh, was prisoner of the American and so he was he his wife, was he defending the South Normandy? States, uh, came a soldier to a uh, prisoner to to the South right. States. But before, just before that, was he de- when you say he was at Normandy? Was he defending the coastline? Yes, Normandy. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Right. yes. And uh, yeah. um, the the soldiers, the Matrosen, they don't know the American word, on the ships, the soldiers on the ship. Uh, or oh, Marines. Marines, yeah. Marines, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They had a storm. Yeah. And uh, 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 my uncle had no sickness, but hunger, hunger, right. oh, without end. You know? Yeah. And she, he ate and ate and ate, and they laughed. <laughs> to look him and said, eat, eat, eat. And it was, for them, it was ridiculing. Oh, yes. And he had a good time. In the United States, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. no, no problems. And the other, uh, his brother, was in Berlin, captured by Russians, right, and uh, five years in uh, Siberia. Wow, yes, as it says. So you see, depending on which side, yeah, where yes, you were, yeah, yeah. it yeah. could have been yes. more or less yeah. favorable. Yes. Yeah, wow. Um, yes, at this time, uh, when friends. Uh, sat together. In the evening, they told what they. Um, uh, every time they, to- uh, they talked about war, 
Yes, yes. Every year. Exchanging yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame the internet didn't exist in those days yeah, because yes. the opportunity to yeah. record the these children, children uh, and, and the other person uh, yeah. heard what they said. It was, it was a terrible time. Yeah. It was a terrible time. And uh, the, the women living in Germany, they came with bombs. They came bombs. Yes. 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 So this was another problem. Yes. For they, I I slept as baby in the uh, I don't know the way Kinderwagen. Crib. Oh, the pram. The pram. Tram. Yes. Yeah. And uh, with all, which which is needed, when alarm came, yeah, my mother uh, ca cannot see at night, but her sister, and they have both. Uh, children and the sister ran before him cried 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 and my mother blind <laughs> came Just behind her wow. to the next bunk bunk the bunker, bunker, bunker. yes yeah. yes yes and they, they, they similar to England because obviously the Germans bombed yes, yes. London yes. and yes. other yes. places yes. and yes. I can imagine the same scenes being played out in yeah. both countries yes. Yes. different times yes. Yeah. Yes, but uh, in Germany, uh, yeah, in Nuremberg, where I lived from uh, in 1952 his battalion yes. in Germany yeah. and he went all over Germany uh, at various times policing and he started off in Hamburg and at one point he was in Essen I think it was yes. and he was looking at a bombed out steel the whole areas were flattened yes. Yes. and he was looking at uh, a bombed out steelworks uh, which belonged to Alfred Krupp and you could yes. see the sign yes. Alfred yes. Krupp on the ground yeah. and uh, he, he reflected in his memoirs about um, You know how how much steel it must have t turned out to produce tanks and yeah. other armaments. But um, the point I was going to make was that you you were talking about uh, displaced persons, if you like. There were all nationalities spread yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. I know one one day my dad was yeah. guarding a, a British officer who was taking details from um, civilians who'd been displaced yeah. through the fighting yeah. and all nationalities in a long queue filling filling a field all wanting to get home yeah. again yeah yeah and so it was uh, quite a calamitous situation really and another situation where we live um, and it, uh, in the evening I zapped on the TV yeah and suddenly I see my neighbor when when was this it's, it's few years some ago. years ago yeah okay. uh, Seven, eight, eight years ago. Yeah, I saw him and heard, and uh, I didn't know all this. Was uh, yeah, yeah. There was a battle at the Monte Cassino. Oh in, yes, that's in a it, Italy. Famous battle. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, only 300 Germans survived. Right, and he was one of these 300. Wow. And the, uh, uh, from New Zealand and the troops. Uh, they now have a, 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 a society. They, they, society. They, yeah. they, they meet. 
Yeah. Not not more than say uh, all nationalities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, he, he, next day I I met him at the fence. Fence. And I, I asked him so, and he told me all this. Uh, the day they shot together. In the day they shot each other and fought. In the night they uh, the bounded the dead. Germans gave the that uh, exchange to the, them and uh, the others the wounded and the, the dead to the Germans and so on. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the battle battle uh, was at this side, at this oh, side, and so sorry, on. yes. So they are dead lying there, and so yeah, and 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 wounded have been there. Listen, what Falker is saying here is that they allowed each other to recover their own dead in a form of uh, temporary truce. And they stood together, smoked uh, uh, cigarettes <laughs> together, talked together, yeah. Yeah, drank a beer, yeah. and next day they shot together. Yeah. Next day they were fighting each other again. Isn't it unbelievable? Gosh. I'd heard that one, yeah. yeah. Sit, yeah. bye, hope to see you next night again. Yeah, yeah. There are stories in the First World War of a football game. Yeah. You've probably heard those, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. 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 In First World War, my grandfather, yeah, he uh, was um, in, 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 a, in a troop uh, riding a horse with a lance. Oh, wow, really? And he had to ride with a horse and the lance against machine and gewehr. Machine guns. Ma machine guns. Yeah. And... Uh, Two shoot came exactly on the buttons on his, on his tunic. Yeah. So he survived. Oh, wow. Huh? Gosh. There are things, it's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Yes, the yes, the difference yes. in, differences in weaponry yeah. over the years. Yes. And, wow. And uh, another thing, the father of my wife. Yes was very old. He was born in 1897. Wow, yeah. Which times? Yeah. Um, my dad was born in 1917. Yeah. So I think he was 22 when the war started. Yeah. I think dad was 26 when the war finished. Yeah. What, was, um, what, was your, what were your memories of, like, food shortages and rationing when... As a youngster, um, because my father was uh, in uh, in 1945 again in the summer he came back, yeah, and uh, he he earned, so we had no problems. Problems, right? But I know other. Uh, uh, people had hunger, died of hunger, and so yeah. on. It was it was yeah. very hard. Did um, was there rationing of food? Uh, so you have, in in England we had yes. coupons. Yes, in Germany too. And you had to have a coupon to yes. buy. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum's ninety six. Yeah, and she sometimes tells me about uh, food she cooked during the war. Yeah, she was like. 21 years old, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And she worked in an armaments factory. Yeah. But uh, she's got a book, a cookery book, with yeah. wartime recipes in it. 
so one day I'm going to go through it and yes. uh, maybe do a, a podcast on yeah. women, yeah. women yeah. at war yeah. for yeah. do her recipes so um, the sorry my, yes. point, my point was yes. that the food was rationed uh, yes. so they couldn't Cook the normal food. Ah. They had to use ah, yes, Russian food. Dried, oh, yes. uh-huh. dried egg yeah. and yes. uh, carrots and all sorts that uh-huh. uh, they wouldn't normally use yeah. as ingredients. Yeah. Uh-huh, yes. A great aunt of my grandmother uh, was uh, um, the cook of. Uh, she was the cook of a. Uh, uh, of a prince, they had a, sh- a castle, and uh, yeah, yes. and we have the cookbook of this time. Oh wow! They have meals yeah. of twelve courses. Yes, oh gosh, it's unbelievable what what, what they ate. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting piece. It's very of history. interesting. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gosh. Huh. Um, at school, our teachers sometimes told of the uh, For example, I had a teacher f- for biology. He yeah. was very good. And uh, one time we had sports and saw every part of his body wounded. Wounded or scarred. Right. And he was in Stalingrad. Yes. And you know, that's uh, only a few Germans survived. Yes, oh yes. And he told they had a a dog, a German Schäferhunter. Uh, Sheep dog. A dog. A dog, yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one day yeah. she met a, a little um, message. Yes. And said to the dog, went away. So she tied a message to the dog. Message collar. to the dog, her collar, yes. And sent it off. And at this stand, uh, uh, there stood. <laughs> This date, this time, we'll try to break out. Oh, wow. At this point, give us shooting, as a fire shoots. Yes, yes. to do some cover. And then, yeah. at this moment, they started, and fire shoot came. And what and, came? And the shoots fire. The, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. The friendly fire. The friendly fire, yeah. yes. To help them. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, wow. they came out. It's because lucky of the duck. Because of the dog. Gosh. Yeah. And, and another teacher, not math teacher, yeah, he was uh, at the Normandy. And uh, when, when this broke down, the German troops, he uh, went into a, into a farmhouse, yes. nobody in, but he found cl- clothes. Clothes, yeah. Took on this clothes, yeah. stood in the garden, yeah. And, <laughs> so American troops went just, away. And just ignored him because they and thought he was gardening. There was something to eat. And he went after the troops. So he went back to Germany. After the, after the troops had after gone, the troops. he, he yeah. made his way yes. home. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, excellent. Uh, well, Volker, um I thought it was very pleasant. Close it now. Thank you very much indeed. Indeed. For being a good sport. Yes. I have a lot of friends in the United States. Do you? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like to be there and it yeah. wasn't the last time.
Volker, thank you for sharing those fascinating stories with us. I can't believe how many anecdotes there were that would have been worthy of being discussed further were it not for the tide coming in. Uh, I, I particularly enjoyed how there were yet more poignant examples of goodwill amongst former enemies. I know Falker was very much at ease with his victors, such that parts of his family settled in America, and today Falker and his wife spend a lot of time touring the States. For now, thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please follow or like my Facebook page, Fighting Through from Dunkirk to Hamburg, and use it to keep up with occasional news about the show and other interesting events. There's a link on my homepage at fightingthroughpodcast.co.uk And I'm very grateful to you if you're one of the people who have already followed me. As this was an impromptu episode, no PS this time. Sorry, I look forward to that myself. But Women at War will be here soon with some more great unpublished history, including the rather precious memoirs of a wren, and also how my mum used to make scrambled eggs on toast with old carrots and sawdust. For now, I'm Paul Cheel saying bye-bye now. <laughs>